All right, yeah. It's uh, Tuesday and uh, spring is around the corner. <sighs> Lots of good news coming out of the uh, pr- the press conference. I didn't watch the press conference. Of course, I didn't need to watch the press conference because our friends at uh, Dutch News on Twitter just uh, uh, kept us uh, kept us occupied. I think the, there's two good things that have come out of this press conference. One, and I'm very excited about this, is that uh, the curfew is going to be extended until 10 p.m. I just hope that uh, Corona uh, agrees with uh, the curfew. And um, another good thing is that um, it's going to be the last press conference until like the end of April, which is, I think, the best news we've ever received this whole year. So terrific news. And also it means that uh, from next week, because the... The curfew is going to be extended until 10 p.m. We can go back to the studio. Because mm-hmm. that was the whole reason, as you know, why I broadcast from the dungeon in my house is because of the curfew, which is at 9 o'clock. And there was just no way, absolutely no way, that um, we would finish the show and I would get back, back to my house before 9 p.m. So... This is gonna this is honestly the best news there has been in the past three months. You know, I'm I'm really happy. I I, I saw the sun setting last night. Uh, last night, uh, this evening, and uh it was so nice. So nice. Mm, mm, mm. Uh busy show this evening. We're gonna be talking to uh Carrie Nell, uh who is a uh coaching consultant and uh, she uh coaches uh Moms and and ladies on you know how to better themselves in 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 their in their lives and in their business and uh, yeah it's gonna be a very fun chat. Um, I was chatting to her uh, uh, before we went uh, before we went on air, and uh, because this is the first interview that she's done, she's a little bit nervous. So I've told her, you know, just uh, have a couple of tequilas, have some wine. She'll be, she'll be absolutely fine. <laughs> uh, so much good news uh, happening in the world at the moment. Um, apart from obviously what's happening in America, that's obviously not good news. The second time in a week, less than a week, there's been a killing. And uh, I actually said this to a friend of mine. Maybe it's just me being me. Maybe it's just me being nasty and horrible. But I'm actually more sad about someone leaving a radio station in South Africa than this mass killing. That kind of just shows you how bored and done I am with, with all of these killings in America. I know it's sad, but it is just what it is. What it is. I was reading now that this killer, this, this asshole, apparently when the cops were, were walking with him to, uh, um, to the police car, he was half naked and he was crying for his mother whilst the police were walking with him to the car. Sick, absolutely sick. Uh, and then obviously you, you see all the, you know, you see the victims that were involved. You know, some of these people were actually about to start a career. You know, there was one guy who was the youngest. Uh, he was training to be a pilot. And uh, one of the victims had just got married. It's terrible, you know. I was I was watching a um, 
a a a documentary on a Business Insider earlier today. I don't know why I this appeared on my timeline on Twitter, but it did. But uh, I was watching this documentary about the 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 gun laws in in Japan, and the gun laws are so strict that it is almost you basically you give up halfway through the process because it's that strict, you know, it's that strict uh, the gun laws. To, in order to get a gun in Japan, obviously they uh, you have to do a background check, and then if you clear if you clear the background check, you have to uh, go for a firearms test. Uh, once you've done that, uh, uh, you have to write a test on the mechanics of the gun, uh, and there's 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 like ten different procedures you have to do. So by the time you're at number five, you've probably already given up on getting a gun. But you know, although that sounds great, there are flaws in that in this procedure because, as we've learned in America, anyone can anyone can lie. You know, apparently uh, this guy, this killer, um, in America, apparently he was a really nice guy. Apparently, all the neighbors said he was a really nice guy. Always greeted us, said hello, how are you? So of course you can lie on the test if you get tested. <sighs> terrible news. Terrible, terrible news. Uh, a bit of good news. I mean, apart from that, there's some more good news. Uh, Chile has now overtaken uh, Israel to be uh, the number one uh, dose of coronavirus vaccines. I mean, it is incredible. I was looking at the list earlier on, and the EU doesn't even feature in the top seven which is uh kind of says a lot. And now they and now they acting like a bunch of babies. They want to stop uh they want to almost put a halt to the uh to the UK getting some to getting their their fair share of the vaccines. It's just uh the point of the matter is the EU was not ready for it. Plain and simple. You know, there are countries who are far less developed that are doing a much better job at the rollout of this vaccine. I don't want to hear about, oh, but there's uh, 400 million people in the EU. I don't want to hear any of that bullshit. The fact of the matter is you were not ready for it. I remember um, a few years ago, I was I was working at a radio station in the UK. I was part of the backroom, the backroom staff. And they were doing a, a, a news article on on uh, how the how the UK uh, uh, got out of a, got out of the recession um, from the global crisis, I think it was in two thousand and twelve, if I'm not mistaken. So the the recession started in the back end of two thousand and seven, early two thousand eight, and then obviously everything just fell, everything just collapsed around the world. It took the UK four years to get out of this recession, and I think. Quote me if I'm wrong. I mean, I feel free to do this, but it took the it took the EU another year and a half to get out. I'm not taking the UK side. I'll never take the the UK side. People who listen to the show will know that. It's just that I think that the 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 the, the UK is just more used to dealing with crisis. I mean, you know, they they had the whole Black Death 
uh, crisis back in the medieval days. You know, so they're a, they're a lot more used to dealing with crises. I mean, the UK has a population of, according to last year, most of those people may have died, but up until last year, <clears throat> up until last year, uh, June, the population was sitting at 69 million in the UK. I think the population in France is around 67 or 68. But the fact of the matter is there's 69 million people in the UK and they've, vac- and they've pretty much vaccinated almost all of them. In fact, some people have even started getting their second dose of the vaccine. And yet the EU hasn't even started with half that number. I don't want to hear, oh, but there's so many people that live in the EU, there's logistical problems. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. If a country like Chile can take over Israel in the vaccine procedure, then clearly you're just not ready for it. That's all I can say. And you have to put your hand up. I'm on, I was watching Jan, Jan Spahn, who is the, the health minister in Germany. He is supposedly... Uh, uh, supposed to be leading this whole vaccine rollout around Europe. And every time I watch this guy on, on TV or on, on video, his face just, he looks so un... He looks, he just looks like he's not very clued up on what's going on. It, it almost looks like he's, someone's just shown him a Playboy magazine for the first time and his face is just like, that's what he looks like. So clearly, you know, people, all these leaders don't know what they're doing. And I've said this so many times. <sighs> but I'll tell you what, though. I'll tell you what. Nothing, absolutely nothing can make me angry for spring. I saw this, I saw the sun coming down this evening and I thought, hmm. Despite the shambolics of this rollout happening in the in the EU, nothing can take away my happiness for spring. Nothing at all. I mean, I have no plan to go away anywhere. Apparently, Mark Rotter said you can't go out. So, nothing can take that away from me. And also the fact that uh, with the new curfew starting next week, we can go back to the studio. I can stop recording from my dungeon. And... Uh, Although you can't see me at the moment, my my level of, of happiness, I'm smiling at the moment, but I'm smiling like a slow sloth. So if you've ever seen a sloth smile, that's how I'm smiling at the moment. It's kind of a really slow smile. That's how happy I am. Mm. I'm so happy. So happy. Lots of good stuff happening in the news um, uh, today and... This week, we've got a lot of new people uh, uh, coming on board, interviewing people. Friday, we've got a special for you guys. I'll get into more details of that uh, towards the end of the week, but we've got a very special uh, surprise for you coming up on Friday. Lots of people we're going to be interviewing. Mm, I'm so, so, so happy. All right, uh, before we uh, get into our interview, I just want to get into some news, um, some other news that happened uh, around the world uh, today. And that is uh, Israel is, uh, going to, is going to vote for the fourth time in two years today. 
uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, is hoping that voters will reward him for a world-beating corona vaccination campaign uh, that has seen uh, shops, bars, and uh, restaurants uh, uh, opening uh, while lowering while lowering uh, the infection rate. However, Israelis uh, seem to disagree and say that uh, they don't want four more years of, Yet- of Netanyahu and the ultra-Orthodox parties leading the country. Hmm. You see, it's kind of a it's kind of a difficult situation because even if you don't like Benjamin Netanyahu, he, he kind of did a good job. So it's almost like, well, you see, I don't like you, but yet I can go to the shops now and I can get my hair cut and I can go, I can go drink with my friends. It's a catch-22 situation. Hmm. Very clever politicking that he's done there. And um, as I said earlier, with this, uh, with this, I don't even know what you can call this guy uh, in America. But um, yeah, not good. Um, a police officer was also killed in the in the shooting at a King Supers supermarkets in Colorado. Uh, police say the suspect was taken into custody and is being treated for injuries. Uh, the shooting was live-streamed by a witness and broadcast on YouTube. Hmm. Interesting that, because we play one song on Spotify, and then that episode gets taken down. And this guy streams a live killing on, 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 on YouTube, and no, that's fine. Hmm. Uh, President Joe Biden said he would be recommending tougher legalization to ensure background checks on anyone wishing to purchase a firearm. Good luck with that. And uh, lastly, uh, in the in the news, uh, holidays will be banned until the end of June in the UK with with a five thousand pound fine for those who tr- even try to uh, defy the ruling. Uh, the government health minister raised the prospect of banned travel. From all EU countries, after Boris Johnson warned that a third wave of COVID in Europe would uh, wash up on on the British shores, uh, the Times new the Times newspaper reports that uh, quarantine free holidays may not be possible to most destinations until August or September. Hmm. Can you imagine how all these British people must be feeling? Because you know they've got their their jab. And rightly so, they should be allowed and should be rewarded by going on holiday to Greece, Spain, Portugal, Italy. And now they can't. Mm. Hmm. Very interesting. I would be very bitter if that was me. Very, very bitter. But that's all that's happening in the news uh, uh, today. Right. Uh, let's get our let's get our guest on the line now. Um, our guest uh, this this evening is a, a very special guest, and uh, you guys are going to enjoy uh, enjoy uh, talking with her. Uh, she is a consultant, and uh, she helps train uh, people and females and and uh, and mothers and uh, single mothers, and she does a really good job at at. At this, and I, I'm very 
pleased to have her on the line because um, I think, you know, going through, you know, going through what most women go through, you know, in life, it's a lot. And we take a lot of this for, you know, most men take a lot of this for granted. So let's get our guest uh, on the line. Good evening, Carrie. How are you? Um, I have to. I have to first ask you. Um, what do you think about um, this whole this whole shambolic uh, vaccination process? Um, very good question. We all waiting for it patiently here. Mm. Um, but uh, the understanding is we are only going to be getting it around June, July, um, if that. And so far, we've heard nothing about when when it's going to be rolling out for us. So, who knows what's going to happen? Mm. We still, we're just waiting. Yeah, I said to my sister because my sister actually works for the the company in the U uh, for the Oxford company in the UK with this vaccine. I was speaking with her today, and uh, I said, "Well," because she was asking me, you know, when are you guys going to get your vaccine? Because she's obviously had hers because she works for the company. So I said, "Look, I'll be." I'll be lucky if I even get some of that spit that's left from the vaccine into my body. So I'm not holding my breath anytime soon. But um, look, I'm just happy that uh, the curfew's been extended. I think that's my vaccine. <laughs> I think just because you get to go back to the studio, that's a very big positive thing for yeah. you. I mean, as um, you, and obviously for your listeners as well. As you can see, yes, I am beaming with 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 joy at the moment. All right. Uh, I want to ask you, so where did this idea come from uh, about being a consulting coach? Um, you know, were you going through a difficult time or did you just think, you know what, there's a gap in the market, I'm going to go for it? So definitely not a gap in the market. I think there are many health professionals out there who are wanting to help more people. For me, it's a, it's a personal story. Um, I managed to gain 40, 41 or 42 kilos during my first pregnancy. Um, pretty much I doubled my weight. I was 48 kilos, so I was very thin, and I doubled my weight. And it's been a, it's been a long challenge, um, a long journey to, to kind of work through it, trying many products, trying different fad diets, trying this, trying that. And for me, it's been a, per, a personal story, um, losing weight, gaining weight, um, losing self-confidence, um, you know, having that body shame where you don't know what to wear all the time because you just feel horrible and everything. Um, come COVID and, you know, in the beginning of COVID, we all started baking more, doing more in the kitchen, um, drinking more, uh, making more cocktails, you know, living the good life in the beginning because what else do you do when you lock down, right? Yeah. And um, I decided, no, that's not going to be the way. I handle this and I started on my own personal journey. And during this journey, I obviously not only did I transform, transform my body, but it's, it's been a massive transformation on my mind, my, um, my mindset, my confidence, my goals, my vision. And I, you know, I then got talking to, to friends and to other women in the market and, you know, they, they've been de dealing with the same struggles and, that's kind of when I realized that I am here to help them achieve it because I've been through it myself. Um, so that's kind of where the idea originated from, um, very personal, um, and knowing what I've been through and wanting to help more 
out there to to feel confident again in themselves. And I think you you know you you mentioned a very a very uh, uh, valid point. You know, a lot of a lot of females are very self conscious of their body. And, you know, as you said, especially in a time like like now where it's COVID, you know, there's, there's restrictions. So you don't really get as much time uh, and, and you don't get a lot of uh, uh, freedom uh, to go out and exercise. So, i.e. go to the gym. I mean, you can exercise outside, but uh, it's more of an effort to exercise outside than go to the gym. Because when you go to the gym, you're in that zone, you're in that environment and, you you know, you go there for a reason. Whereas outside, you know, you go exercise for five minutes and then you say, okay, I'm done. Yeah, it is, it is quite challenging, I must be honest. Um, I really started in my lounge downstairs with a pair of dumbbells. Um, you know, it's, it's really about realizing why you start and what, what you want to do and what you want to achieve. And, and the biggest thing is not really having the body vision, but having the mind frame of why do you want to feel this way? Why do you want to make the changes? You know, are you too tired to run around with your kids? Do you have a long day at the office and then have the excuse of, I don't have time. Um, you know, it's, it's really just about finding your why, why do you want to feel better about yourself? And for me, it was definitely being consistent every day made a massive difference no matter how much I didn't want to wake up early and and do my 25 minutes because I'd only train for about 25 to 30 minutes but high intense um it doesn't matter that you, you show up you be consistent and you show up and you will start seeing the changes not only in your body but mainly in your mindset and your confidence already yeah, I think that's that's terrific and I think I should take I should you know start uh, uh go into your consultancy because I, I enjoy I enjoy working out. I enjoy being in shape and eating healthy mm. and all of that. But the problem is I need I need the motivation to go out and exercise. Yeah. You know, I can go to the gym. Like if I if the gyms are open, no you know, I have no issue. I can go to the gym because I know I'm going to the gym. But it's it's you know, like now where the gyms are not open you know, you can sort of exercise outside. I mean, there's jungle gyms in the park that you can use. But it's, again, it's it's that motivation that you yeah. need. I mean, uh, we had a guest on uh, when we first launched Amsterdam Lab. Um, he's a fitness uh, coach. And uh, he was telling me every morning at 5 o'clock he goes for a run. Yeah. And I've seen these people at 5 o'clock in the morning you know, so, you know, the motivation is there. It's just you have to tell yourself, and especially in winter, you've got to tell yourself, you know, get your carcass out of bed and go for a run. Yeah. The great the great thing about my package um, is I work with a fitness and nutritionist from the States, so I'm international. Um, I have a functional doctor from South Africa as well who we specialize in doing DNA analysis tests. Um, so we dig a lot deeper other than just, um, you know, I need to work out or I need to eat better. We dig deeper and we analyze the DNA to see if there's anything specific that you need to do differently for yourself individually. Nothing is a one-size-fits-all program, and we focus on very bespoke packages. Um, and, we, well, I have weekly, weekly client calls, so I'll have a Zoom call weekly where, you know, we catch up, we discuss what, um, 
what's been achieved, where have you been, where have you been hitting a wall? And it's really about keeping people accountable. And you talk about motivation, but it's it's that accountability partner at the end of the day that keeps you focused to to why you started and where you are within your journey. Right. And I was actually just about to ask you, um, have you had people who have joined your 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 course, your coaching course, and then within two lessons they decide, nah, this isn't for me, and they go disappearing? Or are they fully no. committed? No, because remember you're investing in yourself. It's it's not about it's not a it's it's not about signing up with a gym membership and then never using it. This is something that's completely different where you you are kept accountable. You you struggle through a lot of other things that you deal with other than just going, Okay, I know I need to go to the gym. This is really about self exploring, building your self confidence, getting out of that body shame. There's there's so much more to it than signing up your gym membership and never going. I, I I must say I, I I want to see this because you know a lot of people you know sign up for the gym because they have this program in mind they want to do and then it again this is a bit of an extreme example but it's like people have this idea of starting a business terrific and they have this idea in their mind of how their business is going to work and you know living the life they want to live so that's great so you've got the end result but you don't have the beginning where you know it's going to be challenging and difficult. Um, and it's the same as, you know, with any fitness program. A lot of people have that have that, that finished product in their mind of how they're going to look, you know, how their life is going to be different. But they f- forget that in order to get that result, it, it, there's a lot of sweat. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of hard work involved. Yep. And there's a lot of pushing yourself, pushing your boundaries, going out of your comfort zone. It's the same as starting a business. I mean, being being a new business, like you mentioned already, um, it's many late hours. It's many early mornings. It's um, weekend work. You know, it's it's really about putting in the time to see the end result. And um, when I started my fitness journey as well, it, it was really about forcing myself to wake up 15, 20 minutes earlier just to, just to get into the habit of waking up earlier. So it's really about being consistent and showing up on what you need to do to achieve your goals. Um, what I love about about my program is that we don't focus of, on hour-long trainings. You know, that's not going to work your body and that's not going to make the difference. It's it, Again, it's, it's very bespoke to each individual and we take into account that moms in general and especially working moms, well, not just working moms, but women in general have less time um, to manage everything in their day so we take that into account with regards to how long the time is or when they should train during the day etc etc so it's yeah it's 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 a very different thing again and what what's what's the reception been like from your clients you know has this been like the best thing they've done or are they you know doing it because for a certain result that they want or what's been the reception from your clients with in regards to this, I mean, obviously, I'm sure a lot of your clients have have been or are going through what you what you did go through in, in the in the past. Look, it's hard work. Um, there's been many tears. Um, there's been many many stages of I can't do this. I want to give up. I don't have time. And again, it's digging about why did they start this in, in initially? You know, um, yeah. 
and, and working through the tough times with them and making sure that they still show up and they're still accountable, not only to, to somebody else, but to themselves specifically. Um, I didn't start this journey for anyone else but myself. Um, I, I had the calling to, to feel better within my own body. And I'm, I'm very grateful for myself, to myself for, for taking that step and, and, you know, showing up consistently. I must, I have to be very honest with you. I mean, you sound extremely positive and, and confident and it's, it's terrific. It, you, you know, you, it's, it's terrific to hear this. And I get so uh, happy when I see people who, you know, go through a difficult challenge in their, in their life and they overcome that by a lot of determination, hard work. And it's good. I can see you. You're even blushing. Positive generally always. Um, I have, I obviously go through phases like most people um, where recently I climbed into my own head and I couldn't get out and I couldn't understand why, but generally I'm a very positive person. Okay. Um, Confidence sometimes not so much. I still I still fight my inner demons, um, but yeah, I still I still try and be positive and put a smile on my face. <laughs> yeah, I can see that, it, I, and I can see you. Look, I can see you. You don't have any diffi- any difficulty putting a smile on your face. So I think that's terrific. Uh, what is um what has been some of the challenges and obstacles that you that you faced from the beginning, if there were any? Um, like I said, I'm still, I'm still fairly new. Um, again, I think in, in a business, it's really about you, you have the, you have the, the disagreements within your own mind about why would people want to come to me? Why would they pay me? I'm not a professional like whoever so-and-so or like so-and-so. Um, I don't have this compared to that. And again, it's really just about connecting with, with moms out there who who feel like I felt and connecting on that level and and knowing that they're not alone in this journey um so challenges yeah definitely around um self-confidence boosting my own business um how to market myself has been a, a very big challenge um some just some of the things that I can think of the top of my head, but in general, I keep uh, carrying on and uh, trying different strategies and building and connecting with with like-minded moms. I mean, that's that's my that's who I want to help. That's my that's where my passion is calling me to. And are your courses? I mean, you mentioned earlier about um, uh, clients reporting to you. So obviously now, because of restrictions and COVID and all of that, uh, are they face-to-face or are they online or are they online for the moment? And obviously once restrictions get relaxed, then it's face-to-face or uh, how does it work with your, with your company? So, so I don't see a, um, an issue where face-to-face or online is the barrier. Um, I can do both. I've got no problems with showing up either way. Um, I, I don't want the story of, okay, COVID's over now, so because I can't see you face-to-face, we can't carry on. Um, that's that's like a barrier. You know, that's – we. I think we've all learned now that that being online is something that we we can accept and, and use to our advantage. It, it saves us time as well. 
um, it saves us time and having to drive to the gym or having to drive to a meeting where we can just jump online immediately and connect and, and go through the challenges that you're currently facing. So I'm happy with, with both. I can connect on both levels and I don't see it as a barrier either way. Okay. Interesting. Now, there's something I want to I want to ask. So, have you um, have you had any um, uh, uh, difficulties reaching out to people in regards to expanding your company, or have you found it relatively easy as in as in regards to word of mouth? Um, you know, it, it's it is a little bit more difficult to to have that word of mouth going at the moment because normally when you bump into someone in a shopping center or, you know, along the street or whatever it may be, you know, Hey, how are you doing? What you been up to? Um, Oh my God, you're looking so, so amazing. Or, you know, all of those things that you would do in, in person. Um, so yeah, there are, there are challenges obviously with word of mouth. Um, and again, it's, it's really new for me to, to say if it's, if it's worked or not yet. Um, company was only launched last year so we we're still going through some teething phases i suppose but we do i have decided to offer some group whereas before it was really individual bespoke um whereas now i'm also offering a bit of a um group package where um you know there's there's a select amount of people but also again can connect with like-minded people um for me it's 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 very big to connect with with people out there okay and one thing i i I do want to know is as with anyone who starts their own business what are your i'm not going to ask you five years because that's a that's a bit (laughs) too much what are your aspects for this year and in the next Mm -hmm. year so for me um currently i work full-time and uh, i want to be able to be there for my children a lot more uh, take them to sport, um, not have to stress about when they go back to school full time and I go back to the office full time. I want to be there for them. Um, for me, for me, that's a very defining factor as why I started my business, um, to live life on my own freedom. Um, hallelujah to that. (laughs) I must say, honestly, starting, starting my own business uh, has been one of the best things I ever did. I mean, I never thought I would um, do that, but you know, uh, you know, things change in life, and you know, it comes. They, you get to a point where, you know, you just say, you know what, I I enjoy what I'm doing, but I just don't like when someone else tells you what you're doing, but they don't necessarily know how to do their own job, and that was my problem with working on radio. You know, you you get people in management who want to build a radio station. And then you build your show and you have to keep telling them what is relevant and what is not relevant. And they choose to listen to what's not relevant. And it's like, what am I doing here? You, you know, I'm telling you what is relevant, what's current, what people want to listen to. And you choose the latter. What am I doing here? So that's what, that's the reason why I started this. Um, but I think, um, yeah, uh, you've got a very cool company, a very, uh, interesting company. It's almost like, um, and I mean this in the biggest amounts of respect. It's almost like a boot camp for females in regards to you push them to yeah. get their results. It's it's. 
I mean, it's one way to look at it, but for me, it's really about connecting and understanding and working through not just one thing, but mainly mindset plays a massive part on the journey of um, moving into into your own health and environment as such. So a, a big part of my program is working through mindset and talking about, you know, how did you get here? What, you know, we work through, we work through a processes of things. So, um, that is, I just want to help the women feel confident and full of life, um, and kind of driven with purpose because I believe everyone has that drive. Um, and like you said, you started your own business and I think a lot of people need to follow their own passions. No, I, absolutely. I, I encourage people to do it, you know, whatever it is. Uh, South Africans have an array of talents and we need to utilize this not just here in the Netherlands, but on the world on the world stage. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Carrie, it's been amazing talking with you. Um, if you want more on, on Carrie Now, uh, you can visit her website, carrynow.com, and uh, all the information in regards to contacting her. Uh, you know, you can also uh, send her a, a, a message on her Facebook page. Go to Carrie Now Consulting, and uh, just give you a bit of information about, you know, exactly what her, her goal is. And I quite like this. Uh, she helps frustrated busy moms and women on the move to transform not only their physical health, but their mental well-being. And that's by tailor-making a program for each client's specific needs so, so that they can feel confident, calm, and driven with purpose. I mean, it's, you have me sold on that. So <laughs> go on to uh, Facebook. Type in Carrie Knoll Consulting. Uh, it's a very, it's a very cool business. And uh, if you are female, which I am pleased to say, majority <laughs> of the listeners who listen to the show and the podcast are female. So if you are, if you, I know it's. I mean, I couldn't ask for more. I started my own company, and now most of my <laughs> listeners are females. So, so if you are listening uh, to the podcast, uh, do yourselves a favor. Go have a look at Carrie Null Consulting on Facebook and uh, also go onto her website, kerrynull.com. Uh, um, all the information is there in regards to how you can contact her. And um, yeah, if you're not inspired now, then you will be inspired when you go into her website and you chat to her um, personally because I'm sure she can uh, offer some, uh, some tailor-made packages and cater for your requirements and needs and all of that. So... No excuses. What I also do, Wade, is yes. um, we have a, we have something called a clarity call. So for anyone who wants to jump on and understand if this is right for them, we jump on and we have a 30-minute um, okay. chat to see if, if my package is something that's really right for them, um, not, not something that you sign up and you don't understand what you're getting completely. Brilliant. So you even get like a tester of yes. uh, what's to come. Oh, that's brilliant. Not many people do that. So again, you're ahead of the curve. Nice. I like that. Carrie Nell, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, was it that bad? Thank you for having me, Wade. No, not, not so bad. <laughs> but no wine, no tequila. I just had water. <laughs> uh, well, it's, it's, yeah, I don't know. That could, be, that could be vodka that you're drinking. But, uh, no, I'll, that's I'll, for the weekend. I'll let that pass. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, have a good evening, Carrie. And... Um, Yes, I'll put some more information um, about uh, your, your company on our Facebook page, on our Amsterdam Lab Facebook page.
you for Thank having you for having me. me, Wade. It's been great. Only a pleasure. Thanks, Carrie. Bye. There we go. What a very, what a very inspiring lady. Um, uh, terrific to chat with her. Um, go into www.carrynow.com. Uh, all the information is there. And uh, you can also uh, go onto her Facebook page, Carrie Null Consulting. It's really good that uh, there are uh, 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 people out there that want to help other uh, uh, people with their with their physical health, their mental well-being. And I think it's terrific. I don't think there's a lot of people out there that can that can do stuff like this. I mean, I was chatting to a girl the other day, a Dutch girl, and uh, she uh, she's currently uh, starting her own business to counsel uh, females who are going through a divorce or who are getting a divorce, um, which I think is uh, uh, terrific because, you know, some, you know, get, getting a divorce is, is a very uh, a painful thing to go through. And sometimes uh, females don't necessarily get, get, uh, get the guidance that they need and get the support that they need um, going through a difficult, uh, difficult phase. So, yeah, lots of, uh, lots of inspiring women doing inspiring things. And um, may it last, I think... Um, as I keep saying, females deserve to have a, a voice and they deserve to be heard and they should be, you know, inspiring a lot of people. So terrific, terrific news indeed. All right, everybody, uh, have a good Tuesday. I will be back tomorrow for your hump Wednesday. Lots of good news happening in the world at the moment, despite the shambolic uh, corona vaccine rollouts. There's a lot of good news. Spring is on the way. We've got uh, the clocks going forward on the weekend. The curfew is going to be extended until 10 o'clock. So lots and lots of lots of lots of lots of lots of good news. I'm so happy. All right, everybody. Uh, have a good Tuesday and we'll chat tomorrow.